Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for February 19, 2020. So I'm teaching a series entitled Great Freedom. I'm going to be flowing in this vein all year. And in that vein, I got into this thing where I'm talking about speak the word only. This is speak the word only part three. We're looking at, we're looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. And today we're going to look at a passage in Mark chapter 11. Speak the word only part three. So 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 13, the Bible says, and since we have the same spirit of faith, according to that which was written, I believe and therefore have I spoken. Paul said, okay, as New Testament believers, we also believe and therefore we speak. So <clears throat> I like to teach by precept and example. Let me give you an example. In Mark chapter 11, Jesus was leaving Bethany. Whenever he went to Jerusalem, his ministry headquarters was in Capernaum. But whenever he visited Jerusalem, he stayed in Bethany and Mary, Martha, and Lazarus's house. And this particular morning, he's leaving Bethany, him and his team, and they're on their way to Jerusalem. So it was like 1.75 miles or something like that, just is under two miles as far as a walk. So, but remember that Jesus only got his orders from headquarters every day. He only said those things he heard the Father say. He only did those things he saw the Father do. So that morning, he got, he got up and he prayed, and the Father revealed to him that that particular day... Uh, you know, Jesus had seen the money changers in the temple, you know, a lot, but he was never led to do anything about it. And that particular day, the Holy Spirit was like, nope, today's your day to kick them jokers out. So you're going to go to the temple and you're going to take all the money changers and you're going to flip over tables and you're going to kick these people out. So Jesus was excited about that assignment. So he took off early in the morning and he didn't eat breakfast. He was so motivated. He was all, he was walking with purpose that he didn't eat breakfast. So as they're walking, this two-mile walk from Bethany to Jerusalem, he sees a fig tree afar off, and Jesus is hungry, didn't eat breakfast. And so he sees the fig tree, goes up to the fig tree, and then uh, as he gets to the fig tree, he sees that the fig tree doesn't have any leaves, I mean, uh, any figs. It was full of leaves, but no figs. Now, at that point, remember that, you know, you are a spirit, you possess a soul, you live in a body. So, Jesus is standing there. He said nine words, but he said these words because he was led of the Father to say it. So here's the situation. He's standing there. His disciples were there, and he's standing in front of a tree. Now, in the natural, his body with these physical eyes could see that the tree was there, and it was vibrant. It was full of leaves, but it had no figs. But in the spirit, Jesus saw the tree dead, dried up from the roots. So now he's standing there and the Holy Spirit is revealing tree is dead, dried up from the roots. He can see it. But then with his body, he can see the tree just fine. <laughs> so now the, the issue is, what are you going to say? Like, which one are you going to believe? Right? So we walk by faith, not by sight. So to walk by faith, not by sight, it means that I have to say what God is revealing and not what I can see with my physical body. So Jesus was led of the Holy Spirit. So he was like, all right, fine. So in front of his disciples, out loud, Jesus said, no man will eat fruit from you ever again. That's it. And nothing happened. But he walked away. And he walked away like it was already done. The Bible says that the disciples heard it. It doesn't say that they overheard it. They heard it. Jesus said it out loud so they could hear it, right? And that was it. He walked away like it was already done. Now, in the unseen realm, as far as Jesus was concerned, that tree was already dead. In the natural, though, nothing happened yet. So Jesus walked away like it was already done. End of story. He went, kicked the money changers out. They go back to Bethany that night. You know, they hang out with Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. The next morning, he gets up, and he's ready to go back to Jerusalem. So him and his team go back to Jerusalem, making the same walk. 
on the same path and they saw the same tree. But this time the tree was dried up from the roots. Ah, 24 hours later, it was dead. So Peter, because Peter was always speaking out of turn, I would just say like, if, if I was one of the disciples, I would probably be like Peter, right? So Peter was like, oh snap. Hey Jesus, check it out. That fig tree you spoke to yesterday is dead. It's dried up from the roots. And this is where we get our lesson from today. Jesus took this opportunity to teach them an object lesson on faith. Jesus didn't say, well, yeah, hey guys, don't try this at home. Jesus didn't say, yeah, I did it. You know, that was me. That was me speaking words of faith, but you guys can't try this. No, he was like, no, no, no. This is how you're supposed to live. So this is what he said. I'm actually going to tell you what he said from two translations, the New Living Translation and the New King James Version. So the New Living Translation says, Jesus said to his disciples, well, look, let me take this as an opportunity to teach you a lesson. He said, have faith in God. I tell you the truth. You guys, you can say to this mountain, he, point, he pointed at a mountain. You can actually say to this mountain, I was talking to a tree. I'm saying you can say to this mountain, hey, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will happen. But you must really believe that it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. The New King James Version says, have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the, into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but he believes those things that he said, he will have whatever he says. You will have whatever you say. You are a whosoever and you will have whatsoever you say. Therefore, he says, I say to you, whatever things you ask for when you pray, you got to believe that you receive them and you will have them. So what does this mean to you today? Now, I'm going to be teaching on this for some days. So I only have two things to share with you on this morning. Two quick nuggets. Uh, let me share these two things. I want you to open up your heart to receive. You ready? Two things. Number one, here we go. Faith versus sight. Matter of fact, the two points I'm going to share with you this morning are two points that I'll drive home multiple times. So the first one is faith versus sight. The opposite of faith is not doubt. The opposite of faith is natural sight. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 that we walk by faith and not by sight. We live by faith and not by sight. So look at me. Let me explain it as simple as I possibly can. You are a tripartite being, meaning there's three parts of you, just like God is a tripartite being. So God is Father, Son, Spirit. You are spirit, soul, body. So the real you is a spirit. Like the real you is going to live forever in one or two places. Hopefully, prayerfully, you're born again so you can be in heaven. So the real you is going to live forever, right? So you are a spirit. Now, your spirit possesses a soul. In your soul, that's your mind, your emotions, your will, your thinker, your feeler, your chooser. And then your spirit and your soul live in a body, a physical body right now, at least for now in this world. Someday you'll get a glorified body, right? So now your body communicates with this world through your five physical senses, right? So your body communicates with this world through your five physical senses. And then your spirit communicates with the unseen realm, God's realm, the eternal realm through the Holy Spirit. So your spirit is communicating with the unseen realm through the Holy Spirit. Your body is communicating with the seen realm through the five physical senses. And then your soul decides. Your soul chooses. Your soul decides which one you're going to believe and which one you're going to act upon. Am I going to believe and act upon the unseen that God is revealing or the seen? Things that I can touch and taste and validate. Remember, God is spiritual, not sensual. So are you going to live by your senses 
or are you going to live by the spirit? You have to decide and you make that decision in your soul. So the spirit is saying this, your body is saying this, and your soul decides. It's really that simple. You got it? So when Jesus stood in front of the fig tree, his body was seeing the tree as it was, but his spirit was seeing the tree dead. <laughs> so now in his soul, he had to make a decision. His body was seeing the tree fine. His spirit was seeing the tree dead. And in his soul, he had to decide which one he was going to speak, even though both images were contrary one to another. And, and it's no different if, if you have a doctor's report saying, hey, this is bad, and the Holy Spirit is saying, no, you're good. You got to decide which one you're going to speak, even though the two images are contrary one to another. It could be the same thing with a report from a lawyer, a report from a, a judge, a report from your school. It doesn't matter. You get something in this world, you get something from God's realm. If the two are contrary one to another in your soul, you have to decide which one you're going to believe, which one you're going to act upon, which one you're going to speak, right? So living by faith means that you are willing to say what God is revealing to you, even when you do not have any sense realm evidence to support it. And further, even when the sense realm evidence you do have is against it. It's flying in the face of what God is saying. You still have to believe. You st I mean, so Jesus, even though the sense realm, his body was saying, no, this, this tree is strong. He spoke what he believed, what he saw in the spirit, not what he saw in the natural. He said, no man will ever eat fruit from you ever again. That's it. And he walked away like it was already done. And it didn't bother him that it did not happen immediately. And, and it should not bother you that it doesn't happen immediately. You cannot be moved by what you see. As far as Jesus was concerned, the tree was already dead. This is the life of faith. This is the type of confidence we're supposed to live with. When we say what God revealed, we can walk away like it's already done, knowing that it's only a matter of time before it manifests, right? So faith and sight, once again, 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, are opposites. Either you are going to live by what you see with your body in the natural, or you're going to live by what you see in the spirit, in the unseen realm. To live by faith, you must develop the courage to live by the unseen and then say out loud what God is revealing to you and then not be moved by what you see in the natural. Say amen to that. All right, number two. I only have two points for you this morning. Number two is simple. You will have what you say. And I'm going to keep driving home this point over and over again as well. You're going to have what you say. You need to be careful what you speak. Stop saying stuff you don't want because you're going to have what you say. In our text, Jesus taught us that if we speak what God is revealing, believing what we say without a doubt in our hearts, we will have what we say. Jesus heard a word from God. He spoke it no matter how crazy it seemed. And he was so convinced that what God revealed was going to come to pass that he walked away like it was already done. And that's how we're supposed to live. So when God leads you to say something, as I close, when God leads you to say something that is beyond human ability, it's beyond the natural laws of this world. He is inviting you to operate in faith so you can experience the supernatural. God is giving you an invitation into the supernatural. When, when, when everything in this world is saying one thing and God is saying, nope, I'm revealing something else to you. He's giving you an invitation to experience the supernatural. By faith, you get to see the invisible, right? So after you see it though, you have to attempt the impossible. So part of what sets the impossible in motion is opening up your mouth and saying what God revealed. And then you got to say it from a believing heart 
And then the text says, without a doubt in your heart, without a doubt, without a single doubt in your heart, with your mouth, you are activating your faith. And with your heart, you are believing the impossible. If you have the courage to say what God reveals to you, no matter how crazy it seems, and you don't have a doubt in your heart, Jesus said, not me, that you're going to have what you say. Like Jesus' situation with the fig tree, it may not happen immediately. It may not happen when you say it, but don't lose heart. It's only a matter of time before you see in this realm what God revealed from his realm. Say amen to that. All right, let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Man, I, not because I'm doing, I, I'm the one actually teaching, but I'm telling you, this is some good teaching. This is a video you might need to watch again. You need to, you're going to have what you say. Stop speaking stuff you don't want. You are going to have, good or bad, you're going to have what you say. All right, so lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I take you at your word. I know you will watch over your word to perform it in my life, no matter how crazy or supernatural it seems. I am a believer and not a doubter. I walk by faith and not by sight. I live by every word you speak to me and reveal to me. As you give me words to believe, and as you reveal things to me about my future, I open my heart to them, no matter how big or how impossible they seem. I believe what you reveal in my heart. I then muster up the courage, which is my faith, to openly say what you reveal out loud at the risk of looking foolish. I say what I believe without a doubt in my heart. And you have promised me, Father, that I will have what I say. Because I'm saying what you have said. I'm declaring what you have decreed over my life. This is how I live. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, the red subscribe button, put in your email address, and you'll get all my notes in your email inbox for free. Why not sign up? So sign up today. Head into this day knowing that you are going to have what you say. That listen, you got to speak words of faith from a believing heart without a doubt in your heart, and you're going to have what you say. Say what God is revealing to you, no matter how crazy it seems, at the risk of looking foolish, this is the life of faith. Do me a favor, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. God bless you.